0: The following audio may not meet the recording standards you're used to from RPG Academy Network podcasts. Lawful and Orderly streams live on Twitch every Monday at 8pm Eastern, and this audio is pulled directly from our video. Send all complaints to michael at therpgacademy.com and join us on Mondays. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Lan Arcanum, the city of magic. At the nexus of three major ley lines, the city shimmers with magical energy. But that kind of power brings trouble. Trouble that sometimes seems to spawn from thin air. Luckily for the folks of Lanarcanum, the High Guard take their jobs seriously. LAHG is comprised of many different divisions, but of particular interest is the Special Visions Unit. The SVU deals with the strangest and most disturbing cases in Lanarkanum. This is one such case. Today's episode: The Cold Case. Welcome everybody to the show.
1: Uh, my name's Scott and I'll be your Dungeon Master for the evening. And I've invited for myself and uh, everybody else's pleasure a, a number of uh, wonderful performers here available in the Hollywood Squares uh, to my right and below me. Uh, first of all, of course, uh, Andrew, returning uh, from DMing last week's session, he'll be uh, playing Mikhail. Say hello, Andrew.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: And uh, of course, uh, Marty or uh, at Marty, he'll be playing our our wonderful uh, Aaron Tweet Twilson, the the, the newbie on the force.
2: Hello, hello, I'm new at everything all the time.
1: And uh, rounding out the group, that would be uh, Shannon Sparks, the the half unicorn cleric. Say hello, Jeffrey.
3: Hey guys.
1: Excellent. Uh, the way our show works is is we we. Uh, we we conduct an investigation live on the air for uh, all of y'all or, uh, of course, after the fact for anybody watching on YouTube or listening to the live radio stream. Um, of course, uh, as as we play, we're, we're using Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rules and uh, every role is important, we know that. And so every role will affect the Scales of Justice, which you just sort of, uh, if you're watching the video stream either live or after the fact, they're, they're sort of down and in the center of, of the screen. The Scales of Justice are, are sort of, uh, the purpose is to track the success or failure of the crew. Uh, are we succeeding on in our investigation or are we bumbling it up, we'll say. Yeah, so uh, the, the hope is that, that we succeed in the investigation and the Scales of Justice will show that. And if we've succeeded, then um, that generally means good things for our players, of course. Um, if we fail, to, to uh, correctly handle the, the scales of justice. Um, it does not mean that we don't solve the mystery, because that's unimaginably unsatisfying for viewers. Uh, however, it, it does mean that, that it's impacted our, our poor investigators' lives. So, uh, we'll, we'll narrate into that as we get into it. There, there may be some, some issues that come up, some plot holes that arise, some, some difficulties and challenges unique to our players and they may have to suffer some losses or consequences due to poor rules. Uh, in addition to the scales of justice, we will be uh, of course calling for a vote at the end of today's episode, a live vote uh, to once we've collared a criminal or the criminal and the criminals perhaps. And, and uh, assuming that we do, of course, we'll, we'll have a, a trial and uh, we encourage you as, as members of our uh, voting public to cast your your ballots, as it's it's a trial by peers, and you, as our peers, uh, should decide if if our uh, wonderful investigators have succeeded in their investigation or failed, and and that will either convict uh, their the, the the perp that they've caught or uh, let them go free. There wasn't enough evidence. They they bungled the investigation. They they were not able to uh, really complete the work, uh, as we saw last episode. Spoilers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I know. I know. It was it was rough. It was pretty rough. So, um just uh before we get started, I have just a couple of brief introductory questions for our players. Uh we're going to start off with Aaron. Aaron, um if you could could you name somebody in town, Do you know who uh who you know in Lander Canon and I know um uh, Aaron Tweet Twilson is new into town, but but could you name somebody in town who you know is uh, familiar with your work, your your prior life as a traveling Twilson, somebody who's socially erudite or is otherwise consumes a lot of media?
2: And right about that person. Uh, well, you know, you you might be surprised. Aaron actually gets recognized um, more often than he might hope, being an officer of the High Guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but someone who's definitely familiar with his work is uh, Steve Brogson who is uh, a promoter uh, over at um, oh gosh I forget the name of the tavern right now uh, I think it's uh, called the the scary dragon lady and uh, it's it's not one of the bigger venues but uh, they've they've got some really good like uh, sort of open mic nights a lot of fun shows and uh he's a he's a promoter for that and knows aaron uh from his time he booked a family when they were in town and uh and when he was living outside the city so they they pal around a bit
1: all right so steve bagson at the scary dragon lady and uh mikhail uh moving on to you uh mikhail uh, i know that you are an expert in um sort of guild crime organized crime uh now so so you have contacts all over the city now if you could uh, describe for our viewers a contact uh, Mikhail has in the Meat Packers Union and uh, so describe that character and how you know them.
0: Oh yes. So in the Meat Packers Union, uh, Mikhail actually has um, a very important contact. Um, uh, this is somebody who is uh, influential inside the Meat Packers Union uh, and actually generally very helpful to Mikhail uh, in any number of cases that he uh, he reaches out to this person on. Uh, and that is Davina Porchopsky. I'm sorry, Porchopsky, rather.
1: Porchopsky?
0: No, no, no. That's a common mistake. It's no, that's ridiculous. right? There's no, there's no K. It's Porchopsky. Uh, Davina Porchopsky.
1: That's that's so different from Porkchopsky. Okay, all right. Yeah, okay. Hey. Davina Porkchopsky, and and so so how does Mikhail know Davina?
0: Uh so uh, <clears throat> they uh, actually go to the same. Uh, 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 I think I'm trying to remember the name. It's uh, and of course Mikhail would know the name off the top of his head. Uh, I believe it's Mar Menar Halfnose. Um, it's a famous, uh, a citywide known uh, series of bardic uh, tales and songs, uh, and they attend the same uh, weekly fan club. Both in the Menar Halfnose fan club. Halfnose uh, fan club. Yes. Uh Mikhail's not the president. Um, he did lose that recent election, but
1: Oh, are, are there some uh, some bad bones there?
0: Um, you know, Davina makes a great president. Uh, and you know, Mikhail knows that she knows her stuff as well as he does, but you know, it was a clean campaign, but you know, he just he, he would do he knows he would do a better job. It's she's fine, she's a fine president, but the van would be better off if Mikhail was in charge.
1: Mm, of course, obviously. All right, and uh, finally, Shannon, uh, Shannon Sparks, our our lovely uh, officer, um, Shannon. Uh, the audience at home obviously knows uh, that that you are a very fashionable half unicorn, um, <laughs> and and I am interested to know, as as are uh, everybody else who would love to consume your same fashion style tips. Where do you get your fashion tips?
3: Oh my gosh, that's like, it's like asking a star where they get their rays. Um, you know, I feel like I get a little bit from everywhere. Uh, My dad was a magical creature and my mom was a regular horse. And I feel like my mom always had really fashionable uh, saddlebags. Um, So I took after her for sure. And then in school, I always would see other people putting cool stuff together. And I was like, you know what, one day that's going to be me. And look, here I am. Um, so definitely a little bit of everywhere. Oh, I watch a lot of um, fashionable plays in the, the village square, for sure. A lot of fashionable cloaks. All right.
1: Um, um, and uh, s- since we have actually not uh, established canon yet, um, I-, I assume your parents are still living?
3: No, no. They died in a horrible fashion show fire. Oh. Please don't laugh. It's still very, very sore I topic. I can't stop.
2: It smells <laughs> so terrible. Yeah. So wow. sorry, Shannon. Oh. It's
3: okay. It's wow, that's, okay.
1: That's ridiculous and, and
3: absurd. Yeah, oh, you would have okay. thought that it would actually make me not like fashion, but I would
0: know, think that
3: happened. You just
0: leaned into it.
3: I just leaned all the way in. So we're. we're there, there was we're a lot of leaning.
2: You know, it's awesome good memory. to have something to hold on to that reminds you, then it just keeps you in touch with that memory.
3: It does. It does. But I don't like fires. So there's that. There's that. Fair.
2: Absolutely fair. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Perfect. All right.
1: Well, uh, so uh, with, with nothing else standing in our way, I believe uh, we can get started in our very first scene. Let me find scene transition music. No one paying any attention. Uh, there we go.
2: I think my time goes. Is...
1: I don't think it's playing. <laughs> We're fine. We're fine.
0: Doodly, 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 doodly.
1: Yes. Perfect. 100%. Well done. Uh, well done, Mikhail. <clears throat> All right. So, um, uh, the, the the scene opens, and of uh, of course, uh, you guys are are palling around as as you want to do, as as you wait for for your uh, most recent uh, investigatory fix. The the sort of the the, the vision or the call, right? You're, you're you're waiting for the call, so so you guys are palling around. And um, uh, Shannon has has talked uh, the two of you into uh, wandering past a a very fashionable play, so. Um, you guys are out wandering that, that direction. Um, yeah. Take
3: it away again. Oh my God. Thanks so much for coming today, guys. Uh, Aaron, I know it was pretty easy to get you to come, but Mikhail, thank you.
2: Oh, I see Mikhail is lost in thought again. Uh, that's, uh, that's no it's no problem. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just happy to be here. It's uh, so cool to do something outside of work.
3: It is. It is.
0: Yes, well, I don't uh, I don't usually go in for plays or anything uh, that kind of entertainment, but uh, I thought perhaps this would be a sort of bonding between the three of us and we could uh, interact together and perhaps a good opportunity to teach you uh, the art of observation so that you can uh, uh,
2: grow as detectives. So I will give this play a chance and we will see. Oh yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we're going to observe so many cool things on stage. Just wait till you see how they've set up the proscenium. They've got a, a flying system up here that I've I've barely ever seen before. Uh, certainly not in a theater of this size. Uh, you're going to see Uh, A lot of quick changes uh, from the cast, so so watch those costumes changing. And uh, I think in the band, they actually have a bunch of quick switch hitters in there, too, that are going to be picking up and putting down instruments. So keep your eye down in the pit. Um, Mikhail, I'm so glad you're excited about watching this. Yeah, keep keep those eyes peeled. This is going to be a great show. Uh, My eyes are peeled. I am prepared to enjoy.
1: All right. So you guys transition into the the audience, and and of course uh, the the lights are darkened, uh, and the performers come out. the The harnessing equipment they have is quite fantastic, as is the costuming, and um, as as uh, the, the the play winds on, about forty five minutes or so. Um, it's 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 kind of a brief during the day model, uh, made more to recruit people to the to the higher budget uh, evening performances, which as <laughs> officers of the law, you guys can't always afford access to. But but there you go, and. Um, as it wraps up they're they're doing some closing announcements and uh a a, a rather uh a rudite looking elf uh, of course the the director uh she she's uh uh thanking people and blowing kisses and she has flowers and she says Ah, oh, yes and of course of course everyone knows that that uh, that the, our our wonderful costuming designer um our wonderful costuming designer is, is holding uh, the, the city's very first runway fashion show just, just uh, shortly. It'll, it'll be tomorrow, and uh, of course you should all come, and I would, I've been saying that for weeks, but of course we all know there are no tickets left, but, but do come, beg, borrow, steal tickets, all that you can. You, you would love to come. Tommy No Fingers, of course. As our, our stage designer and our costuming designer, he will be running the, the work and, and it will be absolutely to die for. So please come. Ah, and she blows kisses and uh, there, there's applause. Um, it, 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 it's sort of a light is directed out into the audience. And you see a, uh, a rather uh, a fantastic looking half unicorn stand up and uh, wave their opposable hooves. Uh, this must be Tommy Nofingers who must be uh, Shannon of course knows this but but uh, she she knows that Tommy No Fingers is, is known as Tommy No Fingers uh, for having such excellent seamstress skills despite working with opposable hooks.
3: Oh my god. 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 <laughs> oh my god. Aaron did you hear that? Y- y-
2: yeah. Uh, uh wow, oh boy, too too bad there are no tickets. Oh, that sounds like it would be right up your alley. I know. And Yeah. Uh...
0: Who is Fingerless uh, Thomas? Who is this person? Uh, I see him.
2: I see him stand up and wave, but uh, I am not familiar with him. What well, you're familiar doing? with his work. You you just saw the, the show with the, the, his set design and costume design. Fantastic. Shannon, so this is not his first time designing a costume.
0: He is an established uh, costumer costumier.
3: Can you call me no fingers. Really, really, Miguel. Really
0: do. I do not know who this is.:
3: He's only the biggest designer ever in all of the land and worlds and universe ever.:
0: you, you ever. think would Oh well, you think I would have heard of him then, but uh, now I know, now I know. If you know. one asks me, I'm in I am how they say, uh, in the cool now, so I'm, I'm ready to parlay about Thomas.
1: Fantastic. Okay. Okay. All right, and and as you guys um, kind of wrap up your your conversation, you're, you're uh, working with the crowd out of, of the small round theater into the the wider street, and uh, suddenly <clears throat> the ground around you seems to fade into this sort of uh, blackish purple haze. Uh, the The four of you are still the three of you the three of you are still there, the, sort of floating, but but uh, everything else is is uh, fades out into this this sort of abstract purplish space and uh before you suddenly appears uh a figure who, who looks <sighs> sort of familiar uh despite the fact that the figure uh currently looks sort of like a, a dwarf uh an attractive female dwarf but then uh quickly morphs into a a large um sort of a half bull creature and angrily snorts and says sergeants what's happening as your captain i demand to know
0: uh, Captain, I don't know, we were walking, and then uh, we disappeared into a sort of purple haze, and uh, I, can, I feel like I can hear music at the edges of my uh, my ear, sort of, but uh, I don't know. It's just, we're all together in this purple haze. Ah,
1: and uh, then, then a, a massive voice booms across the purple haze. Silence! You are in the presence of the Great! Zoom and enhance! And a, a figure of radiant energy billows before you. And of, of course, everyone has heard of, of the seer Zooman and enhance, the, the well reputed. Uh, nobody knows where they live or, or, or who they are or, or what they do, but, but the, the reputation exists through time, right? The, the oldest living written records of this era still speak of Zoom and enhance as a, uh, uh, a well reputed seer the area and zoom in and the voice of zooming and once again speaks it says i have had a vision and as the high guard slogan says if you see something say something
0: that, that was it that is what it says that's true yeah they got cap- that one right
1: the captain is says why why didn't you just come into the office like everybody else silence you will be presented with the vision. Ask questions diligently, for this is the only time I will show it. And uh, the purplish haze clears, and uh, you guys find yourselves uh, in, in des- despite some sort of purplish glow around uh, the sides of, of your vision, uh, you, you find yourselves in, in what uh, smells to be, uh, it's probably familiar to all of you to, to some extent or another, smells like you're in the, the Lanarcanum meatpacking district. And uh, from the looks of it, you guys are in a, a smallish warehouse. Uh, it looks to be after hours. Um, dark or dusk light is streaming through the windows. Uh, there is, um, there, there's a sort of a, a massive uh, cold storage room door and then uh, some meat preparation uh, tables in, in sort of in the back corner that you can see. You see a flesh golem uh, processing chickens one after another. And uh, in the foreground here, there is, is a, a massive bald human in a uh, blood-soaked apron, uh, making some notes on a, uh, a, uh, a clipboard, right, uh, writing some things down. And uh, soon, uh, the, the, the view shifts and changes. It, it sort of pans and, and zooms off to a window where uh, a window is slid open and a masked figure uh, climbs in in near silence. It creeps upon the human. And you can see it, it pull from its, its uh, all-black get-up. It, you can see it pull from it a, a grot. And it uh, goes to strangle the human, but it, it slips on some uh, errant goo. And uh, makes a little bit of noise. And the human turns around. And suddenly there's a tussle. It's, it's almost too quick for your, your eyes to see. Uh, but, but you can tell that, that uh, a meat cleaver is at one point picked off of a, a counter. And then it, it strikes down home. Into the chest of, of the, uh, the meat packing um, figure. He, he crumples down and expires. Uh, the, the, the figure, all in black, uh, reaches down and uh, picks up the clipboard and then uh, goes uh, wanders into the, the sort of the fridge area. Uh, opens the, the uh, door to the fridge and walks in and zooms in and says, Ah, but this part I cannot see, for the cold storage blocks is shielded with lead. And even I, and Hunts, have limitations. And uh, then the figure emerges from the uh, cold storage box, carrying a small uh, black bag that you did not see before, and absconds out of the door. Zumanon says, tell me, do you have any questions? Would you like to see it again in slow motion? And he rewinds it and starts playing it back frame by frame, just to impress you.
3: Oh,
0: If, uh, if, if, I do have one question uh, about the lead. Uh, are there any other materials that block your, your uh, great vision uh, Zuman and Hans, or is it, is it just lead? What percentage of lead...
1: No one must know the weaknesses of Zuman and Hans,
0: but this one's lead. Lead. It's all... Okay. It's just, it is just it's the five of us here, and, and we all do work for the High Guard.
1: Violence! There are no other materials that are relevant to you that block the great and noble powers of Zuman and Hans. Uh, uh,
2: uh, 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 Mr. Enhance, uh, did, uh, could you tell us uh, when did you have this vision?
1: It came to me in a timeless space. What an era beyond time that you experience it, mortal. For I exist at the beginning and the end, and so too does this vision. However, and he uh, pans and zooms very closely (laughs) into the wall, according to the calendar on the wall in the meatpacking plant, it is um, the year 427, January, and that puts this about uh, 25 years ago?
3: Oh. Uh...
2: Wow, huh? that started out as a really unhelpful answer, uh, Mr. Enhance, but it turns out that might be really critical. No, I think it continued to be unhelpful, to be honest. But uh, could you could you tell us how about how tall was this black figure? Can we can, can you tell anything about?
1: Silence. This figure is uh, exactly six point two two three decimeters tall. And uh, it zooms in on the figure and, and uh, their, their shadow is measured, right? And, and then it zooms in on the shadow and then there's like a one meter stick has a hypothetical shadow that's cast next to it in the dim evening light, right? And, and then like superimposed over the top is like a measuring unit that, that relates the two together and he's like, that is how tall this figure is, it's about average human height-ish, male human height.
0: I don't want to call you out, Zoomin and Hans, but I think six decimeters is perhaps not an accurate measurement, but I see you have, you have provided us with an average measurement. So Silence!
1: Can... Your understanding Thank... of measurements is far beneath mine. I, of course, am referring to the desa with a y-meters, not desa with an i-meters. I'm
0: going to write that down.
1: <laughs> Good, you do that. It'll come up a lot.
0: I don't have any questions, uh, uh, but uh, perhaps uh, Aaron or uh, or, sh- or uh, Shannon, do you have any other questions for uh, uh, Mr. Inha- Mister Hans? Mm,
3: it seems like you have pretty advanced uh, scene technology with, like, being able to, like, superimpose stuff and, like, have, like, Measurements, but you can't tell us when the, the murder happened. I'm
1: just—he—it he, uh, zooms back in on the the calendar, and then it zooms real close, and you can see that some of them have been X'd out in uh, little pencil, right? So it gives you a day, right? It's 25 years ago. It was—I think it was said it was January. That's the eighth.
3: Okay, so why are you just now telling us? This, like reporting this crime.
1: Twenty five years is a long time, right? Time exists only as an abstraction to me. Would you have preferred I not have said something despite no. having seen something?
3: No, no zooming in. I we appreciate it. Okay, the high guard appreciates it. I'm just you know, I'm just maybe next time you have a vision, not waiting twenty five years. Might be helpful. I don't know. Let's just try that. Let's just see where it goes. I don't know. Anything else?
2: Yeah, no, I think I think we're all set.
3: All right, I will
1: uh, call for a, perce- a couple of perception checks on the the vision from uh, mm. anybody. Let's see. I think there are there there is one more perception check outstanding. I believe.
2: Mm, okay. Uh, no, Do you two. want that from anybody I'm, I'm, I'm in particular?
1: Uh, yeah, let's see. Mikhail already found one clue. Uh, so uh, one from Shannon, one from Aaron. Let's say.
3: I got 18 and 5. Ha 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 ha. ha. That's
1: uh, definitely going to be a success on the uh, scales of justice. All
2: right. I got uh, 15 plus uh, nothing.
1: I'm disappointed. That is also a success on the scales of justice. <laughs> 15. All right. So, um, Shannon, uh, while. You know, he's, he's, he was reframing it frame by frame, just to be impressive. And uh, at some point, uh, you notice during the tussle that was almost too quickly to, quick to see the first time around, uh, you, you see that the, the, this figure all in black um, uh, is, is stretching beyond the, the limit of their, their unfashionable attire at some point. And they expose a little bit of skin, a little bit of uh, sort of under-wrist under skin. And uh, you see oh. a tattoo. It looks like it's, it's an elvish symbol, elven symbol, but, but half of it's obscured by a sleeve. But uh, it also looks rather distinctive. It's, it's in sort of a rainbow multicolor. You, you, you think you'd probably be able to identify it if you saw it again. And uh, Aaron... Uh, dur- during uh, the... the uh, you know, he, he, he freeze frames and he backs it up, right? To the beginning of the vision where, where you saw. And uh, he's, he's uh, zooming and is going on and saying, Of course! You know, you should be grateful for the powers of Zoom and Hans. Ah, for me to dally into the duties of mortals is an extraordinary effort to write myself into your abstraction known as time. And, and while he's mumbling on like this, uh, you, 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 you can kind of make out the clipboard. Um, it, uh, the, the, on the clipboard at the, at the top, it's, it's, it says, uh, Hot Meats Delicatessen. You're not picky about your meats, so neither are we. And uh, then on the bottom of that, uh, like, like below sort of the emblem, right? It, it has uh, From the Desk of Burt Bumpernickel. And then uh, just below that, you, you can see uh, the figures kind of writing uh, with handwriting. And uh, it says, I'm afraid that my price has increased again. I will need 400, crossed out, 800, crossed out, 1,200 gold pieces to deliver your parcel. The risk for me is too great. If the meatpackers knew I was dealing this kind of merchandise... I'd be dead. Mm. And uh, then the epic voice of Zuman and Hans says, Go, mortals! Solve your petty squabbles! And uh, then the, the, the purple fades back, uh, releasing you guys once more into the, the, um, the, the stony silence of, of the street now that uh, everybody's cleared out from the theater.
3: That was crazy. That guy was a little rude.
2: Just a little. Uh, yeah, is that, has that happened before? Does he bust in on you guys a lot?
1: The, the captain, who <laughs> mysteriously is now with you guys, uh, even though <laughs> clearly it was not beforehand, says, No, No, that's, that's never happened. How rude. That's... Still, the, we've, we've I've, in my entire time frame with, the, with the, the high guard, we've never had a vision from Zuman and Hans. It's his his ability to control the, the visions. That was incredible. Uh,
0: uh, he is a, a character. I think is the is the diplomatic word. Uh, very interesting, I should say, but helpful actually. There's a, a significant number of details. And Mikhail pulls out the notebook. He always has notebook with him. Uh, and he was taking notes in the vision. Did those notes yep. appear on his notebook? In, yes, that was they did. In his... they're,
1: they're written in purplish okay. ink, but uh, yeah, they're in
2: totally... Oh, oh your ink style. style. Was, uh, the... this,
1: this was not a traditional vision by any sense. You guys were literally transported to another dimension where you guys experienced a, a physical reenactment of the vision and then were plopped back uh, into the street without anyone noticing.
2: It, there's a first time for everything, I guess, right?
0: Pretty
3: size. extreme
2: Extreme magic, uh, Cap- Captain. I feel like this is magic kind of uh, above uh, our pay grade as as uh, high guard.
1: It uh, it might well be. However, a- Zumanen chose you and me for some reason, and that means my butt's on the line. And you guys better not screw this up. If the mayor hears that we failed a job from Zuman and Hunts itself, I'll 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 be laughing stock. So, Mikhail. Yes. <laughs> Be sure that these uh, these these new recruits figure this out. We'll do. I'm i gonna go lie down for a little while. She kind of snorts through her nose ring and, and tromps off back toward the station.
0: Uh, get some rest, spam. Feel better soon.
1: She so snorts again through her nose ring. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, all right. Well, you uh, think we had better get on this case? There's no telling. Uh, what the uh, what kind of time limit there may be on this if Zoom and hans uh, just got this uh, vision there might be something uh, uh, relevant uh, going down and, or it could be you know just one of those things where there's no there's no rush i don't know but i got nothing better to do tonight now that the plays over so
2: <laughs> should uh, uh it, it i mean from the clues we got and this seems like a, a lot of clues compared to our last case yeah uh,
3: yeah it's yeah. kind Especially of
2: feeling cut and dried to me i don't want to be pun; I, I didn't mean that
0: think think of this as constructive criticism but from what i heard about the last case uh, i think uh an abundance of clues will be uh beneficial i uh I was at the trial. I did see how that went. I think the, the more clues we can gather, the stronger our, our case will be, yes?
2: So. Uh, thanks for the constructive criticism, uh, Mikhail. I'm always happy to help. Huh. Well, should, should we get over to the meatpacking district and see if the store is still around or anybody knows this Bert Bumpernickel guy? I think that. Uh,
0: I think that. Uh, the Meatpacking District should be our first stop to see if we can find that particular warehouse. So let us go to that place. Let's right. go ask questions.
1: Excellent. Uh, yeah, you, you guys uh, certainly head that direction. Do, do you guys uh, want to do anything along the way or are you just going straight there?
3: Um, Should we... I don't know. I think maybe we should do that and then check out the tattoo shop afterwards or like ask around about that afterwards.
0: I... That sounds like a good plan. Uh Mikhail does flip the, pel- the lapels on his trench coat and he was wearing his badge the entire time. Um so he's in he's in uniform now. Uh and he was also carrying his uh brass studded uh gigantic uh baseball bat sized Billy Club. Uh he just carries around-, around with him generally everywhere. So he's he's ready to go. Yeah. I always have my notebook and my uh <laughs> My charcoal marking device and my badge and my uh
2: club. I know. Oh, well, it, took, it took forever to get that thing checked in and out of coat check at the show. <laughs> but it was worth it. Well, you, maybe you should try it like a dagger. Like, I, I have this. All I'm missing uh, is my cool hat. My, my uniform works just as well as street clothes. Uh,
0: now, William. William has been with me for many years. I will, I will keep William Club. Uh, and uh, I'm very trusty. But uh, yes, let us, if we have nothing else, no other stops to make, let us go to the meatpacking district.
1: All right. You guys uh, trundle on down to the meatpacking district. I believe the transition out a bit. All right. And uh, now that you guys, uh, you, you roll up, uh, and you do indeed see uh, the, 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 the plant whose who's, uh, suspicious-sounding slogan you guys know uh, quite well. Uh, hot meats delicatessen. Uh, the, it looks like they they may have expanded onto the warehouse uh, since uh, then. But but uh, yeah, you guys uh, trundle up and, and pile out of the old paddy wagon and and uh, walk up to the. There's sort of like a like a, a front lobby and uh, you you wander in and there's there's a uh, a, a sad looking gnomish um, receptionist.
3: Can I help you? Shannon stands back towards the door because this place is really gross. There's like sand or paper or something covered the, with the floor and the gnomish lady looks like she hasn't showered in a really long time. So Shannon's just holding down the fort by the door very securely.
0: And uh, not anything. Uh, Mikhail uh, pokes his head up above the uh, the desk just so this, this receptionist can just barely see his head. Yes, uh, uh, we have a question. Of course, uh, we should introduce ourselves. Uh, It would be foolish not to. We are Lanarkandum High Guard, and Uh, we have some questions. Um, Actually, I was hoping to see whether a close personal friend of mine, Davina Porchopsky, is perhaps available to be speaking with. I don't exactly know what part of the district.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Davina's, uh, yeah, she's... she's, uh, in her office, it's it's uh, next next door at the Union Building. But uh, I, I think last time I knew, she was in her office. Yeah. Do you, do Perfect. You, do you want me to go next door and check?
0: No. Should we? Uh, and uh, Officer Sir Twilson, I think maybe. Why don't you and uh, Officer Sparks uh, uh, case this joint, as they say, and I will go speak with uh, with my friend and Mikayla. Uh, gets off his tippy toes and walks out and goes across this. Uh, goes
2: next door to the Union Building and, and goes to see Davina. All right, it's all right. Do we want to follow Mikhail then? Or I figured we. Sorry, I meant I meant the narrative. Uh, yeah,
0: I figured you guys would stick with. Uh, I figured we. I figured we. We need to know what's up with uh, this gnomish uh,
2: receptionist. We can't leave her hanging. Right. Uh, yeah. So Aaron is is uh, looking through his his brief notes. Uh, well, uh, I, I hate to say this, but it, it looks like this, uh, this place may have been the site of a murder. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the See Something, Say Something program, but uh, we got a tip. And uh, so we, we need to check the place out, if that's all right.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, we, we do a lot of murders around here. But uh yeah, yeah, go on in.
2: When you say you do a lot of murders, uh are, are you referring to, to like animals?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Why? What else would I be referring to? That's that's just weird.
2: Well, then I I guess maybe you should think it's more weird that I'm here to investigate something that happens all the time. I'm I'm referring to the to murder of a human, a human butcher. Uh, who was preparing meat here? I, I
1: I don't I don't know anything about that. I.
2: Oh, that's that's okay. Uh, do you do you mind if I check out some of the preparation areas and your your cold storage? Uh,
1: I I no no it's it's in the back.
2: Right? Hey, do I do I need a key or something to get back there? You?
1: No no, no nothing back there worth stealing
2: okay the meat wouldn't be worth uh worth stealing
1: uh i mean we generally see people when they're leaving with whole cattle uh
2: can i ask you a question uh a personal question How, how how long have you worked here
1: oh about six months it's longest job i've had
2: oh okay great uh is your supervisor around
1: uh you know, I, I don't know. He kind of comes in and out.
2: Okay. I tell, I tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and head back. Uh, Shannon, would you like to talk to uh, this lovely receptionist so that you don't have to go any further into uh, this this den of slaughter?
3: Uh, well, considering my mother was a horse, it does make me very uncomfortable. So, yeah, I'll sit and, and chat with this very... Very lively, beautiful woman. Hi. Oh, you,
1: you wanted to eat horse? Yeah. Yeah. We, we serve horse.
3: Oh, is that why your mouth is like that? Did you eat a lot of horse as a All child? Right.
2: Yeah. I'm just gonna. i just. And Aaron just slips past her and.
3: All right. Cool.
1: Uh, so uh, switching off to Mikhail, uh, you you uh, troop into the the office of your uh, contact, Davina Porchopsky. And uh, she, she is in her office. Uh, she says, ah, Mikhail, Mikhail, sit down. It's been so long. How much do you owe me from that dice game again?
0: Uh, now, listen, Davina, uh, I think uh, I would love to talk to you about uh, death old one way or the other. But I actually am here on business tonight. I'm on here on high guard business.
1: High guard business. So, so the half nose weekly dice game, you're just not going to settle up.
0: It's gonna have to wait till the next meeting, uh, you know. I did. No, I, well, before, I, actually, I shouldn't, but I should tell you, I did get the newest expansion pack of, of dice. Ooh. They are very fun. I cannot wait to put them Ooh. in uh, in this my stack. Oh, That's they're good. Very, oh, great. very good. Very yeah. good. Anyway, show you next next time. Yeah, uh yeah. You yeah, yeah. high grade business. Yeah. Uh, so, um, we're here investigating a a twenty five year old uh murder um five-year-old murder yes not the murder of a 25-year-old although actually we don't know his age but the murder that took place approximately 25 years ago uh Uh, in this very uh building next door actually
1: uh right
0: uh i don't know were you around uh, 25 years ago
1: uh yeah yeah i was i was here i i mean uh you know, to be honest, uh, the the packaging District does get more than its fair share of murders. You're going to have to be a little more specific than just 25 years ago.
0: That is concerning to hear, but I I can oblige when you. He pulls out his notebook. Uh, it uh, yes, the murder in question was a large, uh, bald humanoid, um, I believe male. It um, uh, took place in the uh, in the warehouse uh, next door, uh, and. In January, on January eighth, I don't know if you have like a calendar of deaths.
1: She but she uh, does in fact look through her, her roles to see uh, what what uh, union members may or guild members may have been removed from the roles at that point. Perfect. And uh, then she stops and she says, "Bert Bumpernickel, you're investigating that murder. It's oh. it's been open for twenty five years, and the meatpacking union is fiercely loyal to their meatpackers. If you find anything, Mikhail." Anything, we would love to hear about it. And she kind of cracks her knuckles, and you, you hear uh, several of them crack. The meat packers take care of their own. Whoever killed Bumper Nickel, they they, they have another kill coming.
0: I hope not. I hope that we uh, will catch them and put them in jail before they can commit any more murders. But I appreciate your I appreciate your excitement about uh, police activities. You know, we do have a junior inspector class. It is over the summer. It's a summer program. But uh, it is all ages. Open to all ages.
1: She says, cut the crap, uh, Mikhail. We've we've known each other in the fan club for far too long. Look, I'll make it worth your while if you tip us off to who kid this so we can take care of it. Listen, Guild I will... Style.
0: I will do what I can. I will keep you as informed as I can. Uh, Alright,
1: but if, if, if you guys don't solve this quick, if, if there's new information on the case, then... then we're going to solve it ourselves.
0: Well, listen, then it's good to know that I know who it is. Do you have any other information that would be valuable to us? I mean, the best thing we could do is work together to solve this case.
1: She uh, sort of closes the gigantic ledger and uh, she says, look, the, the high guard investigated this case 25 years ago and never came up with any leads. So my advice to you is to uh, figure out what's wrong with your guard and watch us solve this for you
0: uh <laughs> the good advice uh i will I will do my best to incorporate it into my my positive thinking schedule uh and I'll just let you know if anything comes up all right davina, I can't wait to see you at the next uh half nose uh dice game she says and yeah
1: that that that's right if if uh you know now that we're done with that police business, I'll see you next meeting
0: that's right uh oh bring your dice because I'm going to win back all of my money. alright uh, Perfect. And <laughs> Mikhail uh, uh, beats feet out of there.
1: Okay. So uh, transitioning back, Aaron, you uh, are in a sort of a largish, uh, largish, smallish warehouse, so larger than it was. They've expanded out. Um, the the uh, the old refrigerator, the, the old ice box, is, is where uh, it uh, was in the vision. Uh, there, the, the wall behind it has been moved uh, several, um, about a hundred feet, fifty feet back, hundred feet back, uh, to to make uh, yeah. Some number of units back, and uh, the, to, to make room for some more uh, processing space, uh, there there are, uh, as you saw in the vision, a few uh, flesh golems processing uh, chickens methodically, and uh, there are a few uh, workers around in sort of aprons. It's, it is still the later half, of the middle of the day.
2: All right. Um, well, I'm I'm gonna investigate. Uh, I guess I'll start with the, the fridge and see if there's anything I can tell you what, I'm going to check around the walls and, uh, and see like, what? who has, is this decorated do, do like, uh, people other than the golems work here, kind of see what's going on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There, there are some humans, there are some golems, uh, they're, they're kind of, uh, working in shifts. Um, you, you spend, uh, you know, a good, uh, 20 minutes or so, uh, uh, padding around, um, investigating the, the, the ice box. Investigating the the space outside. Uh, investigating the windows. Investigating the doors. Uh, and and you you come to the conclusion that there are no clues left after twenty five years of, of a stale case. But you do get a, a thorough once over, and you're you're pretty convinced. At about the time that uh, Mikhail uh, breaks in on Shannon, who's talking to the receptionist. It's it's a condition
3: oh that's so
1: sad yeah it's it's a it's a condition of my employment here i have to eat a lot of meat
3: so i just
1: suck on it a lot oh dribbles out of her lip
3: oh that's great
0: yeah yeah i hate to to interrupt i just wanted to see uh could we get your name in case we have uh further questions for you maybe when you are if you're off your shift
1: she she kind of uh pokes at her name tag and it says B, B-E-E, B-E-A, I guess B
0: B Perfect. Uh G, if we uh I think uh we are about done here. Uh in fact, uh is this my I think uh, this is uh my comrade coming out just now. So I think we are all wrapped up here. Um if we do have any more questions, we'll be sure to ask you uh and
3: All right. Uh, what-
0: and maybe next time we could bring you a sandwich of some sort,
3: or or maybe a salad. Maybe she needs salad. Great, so green. nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Officer Officer Twilson, do you know the symptoms for scurvy? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. I think we
0: should. Why? I think perhaps we should. I think perhaps we should call uh uh the emergency healing services and just let someone know about this poor woman.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm,
2: I'm well, you good. can hear us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm still here. You didn't actually leave yet.
2: Oh, I couldn't. See. I checked out the back. Uh, there's, there's nothing there. They've expanded and rebuilt, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess there's nothing here. Did
0: you find any goo?
2: Well, sure. There's meat goo everywhere. There's, there's mm-hmm. blood and fat and crystal, and it's
1: it's everywhere
2: well
0: well i i think i think maybe we had better follow uh, officer sparks uh advice from earlier i guess uh the tattoo parlor to see if anybody remembers such a distinctive tattoo
1: so uh, at about me. this time uh you guys oh. get a a you receive a, a tweeter message from the captain uh uh, uh a, a, a small swallow, uh, yeah, lands on Mikhail's finger, and uh, there is a note attached <laughs> to your to its its uh, little ankle. And uh, it, uh, from the captain, it says um, it says Mikhail, gang. Uh, I've I've found an old uh, case file on that uh, sounds like it might be uh, what what you're in. It's in uh, it's it's in uh, cold storage downstairs in the office. You you might want to check that out,
0: Captain. <laughs> Uh, we have a message from the captain. Uh, they have the old case file. Perhaps we should go to the station and check that out.
2: Okay. Uh, should one of us go to the station and, and look for that and the other folks go look for the tattoo artist? Uh,
0: I mean, again, let me provide some constructive criticism. Uh, I do have a lot of experience on the force. You so, sure do, Mikhail. I do spend a lot of time doing paperwork. So uh, and. I don't know if you realize this, some people do not find me easy to talk to. I have... It's, it's, no.
2: Okay. It's I get hard hard where you're coming. Up.
0: So why don't I go to the station, look through the paperwork, and the two of you can go to the tattoo parlor and uh, and see if there's anything to be had there. Does that sound like a A1 number... A number one plan?
2: Hey, you're the ranking officer.
0: Technically, that is correct. So go to the tattoo parlor, and I'll go to the station, and we'll meet up again uh, at the tattoo parlor, I
3: guess. Okay. Good. Okay. All right.
1: So uh, you guys split up. Uh, Mikhail's going to the station, and Shannon and Aaron are going to tattoo parlors. Uh, who would I want to follow first? All right, that's Mikhail. Uh, yes. yes,
0: of course. DM's choice. <laughs> yep. All right, uh, so I go to the I go to the station, and uh, I guess I I'm gonna skip straight past the captain unless they she stops me and goes straight out of the cold storage to look at the old case files.
1: Uh, all right, yeah, yeah, you, uh, you, you you go downstairs. It's it's kind of the, there's a winding sort of staircase. Uh, you you're really familiar with it, given that uh, how much you love paperwork, Good obviously. Paperwork. Uh, and so so you you sort of wind your way down here. And uh then then you you find yourself um, in in the sort of a central basement like bureaucracy that, that you know and love. you you can smell the the scent of, of sort of decaying card files right with ever, ever such a tinge of mold. Um, you know, it's, it's quiet down here. it's really dank. It, there's a low ceiling so you fit right in it's it's uh you, you feel at home Mikhail. And uh, a brief uh, discussion with the with the troll uh, filing uh, person uh, leads you down to uh, you know it's, it's like aisle A A J six row twelve door thirteen is, is uh, where the materials from uh, case C S J forty seven are supposed to be filed, and uh, you 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 go out there expecting to find a drawer uh, like like you would, <laughs> yes, but uh, you you in fact. Uh, it you 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 pull out the drawer because that you know they they have a uniform filing system and and you pull out just one sheet and it says it says uh, it leads you to a, a like a down another set of stairs apparently uh, they're they they have a a room uh, the the high guard have, have allocated many dungeon levels beneath the uh, the high guard central um, um, we'll say office for uh, filing and and. Uh, a number of those rooms uh, used to be, obviously, cells, right? And so uh, some of the deeper levels of, of cells and torture chambers they've allocated to a long-term storage of bulkier evidence and things. And so uh, uh, about 45 minutes later, you find yourself staring at a, uh, a dark cryptic uh, wooden door with, with uh, three metal bars in front of it, that looks like it has not been opened in 25 years.
0: <laughs> this is it. Perfect. This is exactly where I want to be.
1: All right. And you uh, slowly creak the door open, and uh, the light of your lantern uh, flickers and reveals a, um, you know, a small pile of of papers uh, sitting on the floor, and then uh, standing over it is a flesh golem.
0: Oh. Uh, I was going to check the paperwork real quickly. Uh,
1: The paperwork from the floor? The the paperwork you have, yeah. Just just the, Just the, just the door number? Yep, yep. You check the door. This, this is the door. And, and uh, you know, the Flesh Golem, it, you don't pay a lot of attention to Flesh Golems. I mean, they all kind of have a horrific visage, and they all tend to look pretty different, but uh, this one does look very similar to the one you saw in the Vision.
0: It's the one from the Vision, yes. Uh, <clears throat> greetings, uh, Flesh Golem. Uh, my name is Officer Mikhail Pavlovitskiewicz. Uh, I am here to speak with you and to uh, to acquire information. Are you Conscious. Yes. Very good. Uh, could you take a step backwards so I could pick up the paperwork beneath your feet? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Mikhail, Mikhail this quicks the paperwork up really quickly and takes his step away from the column uh, and checks out the paperwork. Is there anything uh, relevant on the paperwork? or uh, Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's a case file. It, it lists oh. uh, an av- original investigating officer of the High Guard. Um, one you actually know. It's signed off by uh, Durango Broadbone.
0: Oh. The,
1: uh, the, the, the case uh, documents uh, indicate that, that during the investigation uh, they, they uh, covered the body of, of um, Bert Bumpernickel, obviously, at, at the, uh, the, the meatpacking plant. And through, uh, of course, the investigation into personal contacts and such of, of births, uh, it, it, it they uncovered the fact that Beatrice Bumpernickel was uh, having an affair with one Hubert Humphrey. And so uh, Hubert Humphrey was the, the prime suspect. Uh, he, uh, it looks like uh, Dur- Durango Dr- Broadbone had uh, found some quotes from a tavern that uh, Hubert Humphrey had frequented. Uh, and he'd gotten some people swine off affidavits that said that Hubert Humphrey had openly threatened Mr. Bumpernickel in front of these bar patrons. And uh, unfortunately, uh, by, by the time the case was drawing to a close... Uh, Hubert was apparently uh, tipped off that something was happening, or uh, at least uh, he apparently found out that Bert Bumpernickel had died, and he absconded, and uh, he is still at
0: large. Hubert Humphrey is the primary suspect. He has not been seen for twenty-five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this Golem is also checked into evidence, and I know from the edition that Golem, column... Golem, do you have a designation? Respond. Chicken. Very well. Uh Chicken. Um do you recall an event approximately twenty-five years ago on January 8th, 427? Uh during an event during which Bert Bumpernickel was murdered. Yes. Very good. Uh p- please relay uh uh Mm, no, that is not going to work. You need specific orders. Let me think. We have information here. If only Officer Sparks and Officer Twilson here. Uh, we'll we'll
1: uh, switch back to Officer Sparks and Officer Twilson, who, uh, interestingly, along their way to the, to the tattoo parlor, uh, they, um, you, 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 of course, tattoos are, are uh, an accoutrement of fashion, and, and uh, they're in, the, the tattoo parlors are located in the arts district of town. Obviously, because where else would you put them? So uh, you guys uh, pull up to a, a rather uh, artsy-looking uh, villa, or or, or uh, sort of a what in this day we'd call a mall, but uh, you know in, in fantasy settings, right, is is more of a like like a small commercial shopping district, right, with with uh, pre-planned stores and and uh, with artful fronts. So there are a number of shops selling a number of different wares, uh, all of which are fashionable. And uh, Shannon spies none other than um, her, her absolute favorite designer, uh, whose name
0: escapes me.
3: Oh my god, is that
1: Tommy Nofingers? Yes, it's Tommy Nofingers. Uh, it seems to be uh, surrounded by a, a number of hangers-on, clingers-on, and, and would-be suck-ups. Uh, they're they're uh, they seem to be laying out uh, a runway. It's going to be kind of in the center of, of the arts district. They're 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 building it, and and he's saying no, no, this this is not so good. No, th- that is not so good. No, this is all not so good. No, get this out of here. Oh, you look beautiful, and he's he's kind of uh, primping and and pumping people.
3: Oh my God, Aaron, that's him. Be cool. Uh, Don't uh. do anything lame and hide your okay. cop so he knows that we're not cops because cops are usually not well-dressed.
2: Uh, t- uh, all, all right. Uh, Shannon, shouldn't we be going into the tattoo parlor?
3: Uh, one thing at a time. It's only take two seconds. Oh my God. Hi, uh, Mr. No Fingers. It's awesome to meet you. I am your biggest fan. I actually, I, I have one one of your pieces right now. You'd want to take a look at that.
1: Oh, yes. Last year's spring line. Well, it it doesn't look too dated on you. Hmm.
3: Uh, well, okay. Uh. Oh no, no, that's 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 terrible.
1: Shoo, 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 go away. Uh. So so uh. Are, are are you you are a fan? You, you want a an autograph? I, I I will give you an autograph. And he, and he kind of sketches like a quick X uh, with his opposable hooves on a piece of paper and hands it to you.
3: Oh, thank you. I I appreciate that. This is um. This is. This is nice. Thanks. Of
1: course it's nice. Everything I do is nice. Oh, except that. Oh, no. No, get that away. That's it's terrible. Oh.
3: Oh. Hey, Aaron, maybe you're right. Maybe we should go to the tattoo parlor. This guy's kind of... kind of... Kind, of, an
2: kind of being a dick. That- oh!
1: Oh! I would not be a dick if, if it were not for my performers. They... they... they've... they've... They've all gone on strike. I cannot find the body types that I need for my show tonight. What? It is it's... our first show and we have no performers. It is ghastly. These people what? could not walk a runway to save their lives.
2: Mr. Nofingers, we, we just saw the, the matinee uh, and it was, it was great. What do you mean everyone went on strike? They did such a great job.
1: Yes, yes, they, they, but they're actors. They want more money. They, they do not know model money. Also, I cannot convince them to lose enough
3: weight. Oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty thin for a 300-pound horse unicorn. i no, no. I'm no. Too, too tall.
1: I, I need, I need small people. I, I want... Ooh, ooh. You remember the third act, and, and you guys recall the third act in that very short 45-minute play. And uh, there was, in fact, a, a very slight, dark-skinned rock gnome who uh, briefly <laughs> held the, 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 the center focus of, of the stage. He says, oh, oh, yes. Philip Philistine has, has gone away. He, he's gone away. He says he's, he's going to the beach and he won't come back. So I do not have anyone who can fit in his clothing, and it's the center of the line. I don't know what to do.
3: Wait, so all you need is a small, tanned man. Preferably angry, right? That's all you need?
1: Yes. Yes, that is all anyone needs in this town, but no one can come up with one, right? Small, tanned man. <laughs>
2: Uh well, uh, Mr. Nofinger, we we might uh, know the man that that you you need. Uh, I know this production very well. I I don't think he's familiar, but I could definitely train him on the moves.
1: Oh, if if you you would not be lying to to uh, you lying to me would would you 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 Mr. Had prefer-
2: why would I I lie? You're you do some of the best stage productions in in the town. Mm. Uh, we've, we've done your show on the, the road several times and it, it just doesn't work the same without the, the equipment and the design.
1: He squints down, he says, ah the Twilson family, yes I recognize the nose, yes mm, mm, mm.
2: Uh, yes,
1: yeah alright, all right. well if you assure us if you assure me that you can teach this person the moves, and, and you he looks at Shannon, if you assure me that, that you can find this person then, then yes, I, I will be glad to see you all at the show
3: Oh my God! yeah, so Shannon tries to go in
1: and give him a hug uh he he uh allows this though he stiffens and looks somewhat uncomfortable and then uh, after you release him, he seems to dust <sighs> off his shoulders. yes, yes, well, well go go there there's uh not enough time. it's tonight go, go okay, of course okay. the show's tomorrow, Wait. but I bumped this dry rehearsals dress rehearsals tonight. you must demonstrate this tonight, or the show will have to be cancelled for tomorrow so
2: okay. go come on jen we're we're wasting time we need to, to get to the tattoo parlors anyway
3: okay let's go let's, all right let's beat our
2: feet. i gotta tell you mikhail is gonna be so mad
3: he is but we'll be so happy it'll totally make up for his anger
2: it will be worth everything to see him up there
3: it will just tell him to leave will the club at home and i think we'll be good worth yeah. it
1: so you guys uh, head into this tattoo parlor. There is a, an extremely burly-looking, um, uh, like like a like a full orc, really. Uh, I mean, you know, full orcs uh, uh, aren't exactly common in the city because they're they're uh, a little too barbarous to keep in, but definitely a full orc. Uh, everything that dangles has been pierced and uh, punctured, and anything that hasn't been dangled has been colored and tattooed over. And uh, meanwhile, he is, is taking a quill that has a steel tip and repeatedly stabbing a troll, like one long troll arm, about three and a half feet long. It's just laid down on a table and uh, the orc is just stabbing it over and over and over to get uh, and then kind of dipping his steel-tipped quill in ink and then stabbing it more and more. He looks up with uh, dangles and and piercings and tattoos and he says
2: Yeah! (laughs) Uh, uh, Sorry, go ahead, Jen.
3: No, no, I'm just going to say you're you're have a surprisingly, uh, high voice. It's, it's well, when you nice. pierce everything, sometimes you miss. What do you want? <laughs> okay, I'll cut to it. Um, so, do you guys do a lot of rainbow elfish tattoos here? Yeah, what do what you, I mean, I got the wall tattoos on the board. What, whatever you want. Oh. And,
1: uh, there's, there's kind of an, an elfish, uh, line of elfish symbols, right? <laughs> Peace, love, hope, sex man woman right' just, just a bunch of crap right the kind of thing tourists get um, none of them looks quite like your uh, tattoo and uh, the 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 color versions that are on display do not look quite uh, as colorful uh, somehow not not quite as radiant or as uh, resplendent as the tattoo you glimpsed
3: in the vision do you see anything you like uh, you know do you guys? I don't know, do you guys have like a back room where you do like specialty tattoos? Maybe there's somebody that does like particularly bright tattoos. If I if I describe it to you, maybe maybe it'll help.
1: Yeah, maybe, maybe. Sockdor, okay. Do, do you want to take five? Sogdor just doesn't seem to respond at all, just since they're continuing to be a troll. And uh, the, the tattoo artist uh, cleans off the, the quill and brings out an actual quill. And, and uh, you guys go through a couple of minutes of, of sketching and, and changing, right? And, and so uh, after a while, the, the, the full orc has, has actually drawn a pretty good rendition of, of what you saw up to the sleeve, right? Between the sleeve and the glove, kind mm-hmm. of this, this section of the tattoo. And, and has, has kind of uh, described little bits of color. And uh, they say... Well, to to get a tattoo that pers- that uh that colorful, I, I think uh, I don't know many tattoo artists in the city who would do something like that. That seems like a sort of an elven thing, and, and to get that even bleed of the colors that you describe, that that uh, sounds almost like a something magical or real expensive, lady. I, I don't uh, look. I mean, I, I I can do like like blocks of color as, as a as a rainbow and like a fade, but but uh, that sort of shimmer that you describe, I don't, I don't know how to get that with the inks I've got available. I mean, if if you import something exotic, I'd be happy to give you a stabbing with it, but.
3: Could, what about maybe like thirty, twenty-five years ago? Was there somebody that was working here that maybe
1: <laughs> had access? Lady, we've only been in business for six years. Tattoo parlors come and go in this town. There's just, uh, you know, the university doesn't uh, doesn't allow drinking in the dorms anymore. Then it's it's been rough business for us all. <laughs>
2: Uh, now, now that we've got this like drawn out, uh, so Aaron, Aaron knows el- Elvin. Uh, can can I get like a history check and see if even from the partial that uh, that like I can recognize what this Elven writing might be about? Go for it. All right. That'll be with disadvantage. Now, sounds like it's gonna be tough. All right. So it's not looking good then. That was a ten, and that, well, I wish that didn't have disadvantage. That was a nineteen. Uh, so 10 plus plus four for history is uh, fourteen. Fourteen does not
1: cut it, sir. DC fifteen. You, uh, oh, wow. you, you recognize a couple symbols that it could be, uh, but but uh, given that that you know, it's it's in sort of a, a calligraphy style, right? And you're missing the top and the bottom. Uh, you you don't know exactly what symbol it is, uh, and and you you can't place it specifically as in like a period of history or uh, know too much about it.
0: Thanks for listening to Lawful and Orderly, Special Visions Unit. Join our detectives again next time for the thrilling conclusion of The Cold Case. Scott Brown can be found on Twitter at G-E-O-W-T-F. Jeffrey Copeland can be found on Twitter at A-T-L underscore Spielberg. Marty McGuire can be found on Twitter at Schmarty. And Andrew J. Young can be found on Twitter at That1GM. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on our iTunes page, which helps other listeners find the show. Thanks.